Welcome to Real Estate Divorce Single Mom by Cindy Pressgraves. Thank you for listening to my podcast. This is episode three. And today I'm going to be talking about making connections with the real estate world. So a lot of people say, hey, you know what? Real estate agents are cutthroats. Now, nah, don't, don't waste your time connecting with agents. All right. I'm going to tell you the truth here. That is true. But connecting with agents, you're actually building a relationship with them. Um, for instance, when I started here in Georgia as a real estate agent uh, with Keller Williams, uh, linear partners here in Gainesville, I basically made a really good relationship with them. It's not about like, oh gosh, you know what? I'm not going to work with that agent. It's about building that trust. Because if I can actually work with an agent and make sure that that transaction is going to go well for my clients and their clients, I know it's going to be a solid, it's going to be a solid deal. Uh, my past three transactions have been all with Keller Williams agents. So why am I mentioning so much Keller Williams? Because that's where I started and that's where I created the, the amazing, um, relationship. I mean, they're like, like family when I was in that brokerage and I still have an amazing relationship with, with, um, the different agents that I met over there, which is amazing. Um, so in this case, it's always about building relationships and connections. It is not only about like, oh, you know what? I'm in a different brokerage. No, we're all here in the same business. Let's work together. Get to know each other, build that connection because you know what? You never know what may happen down the road. So let's say for instance, I have, um, all right, so two of my deals that I've had so far has been with Keller William agents that I worked with in the past. I build a great relationship and they know they can trust me and I know I can trust them. And okay, so I'm going to tell you. One of the deals that I had, it just closed, is the Lake property. Um, it was for my assistant. She's my best friend. Marjorie is like, she's amazing. I'll tell you a little bit more about her down the road. Um, she's like a mom to me. She's she's like everything to me. She knows, she's she's like family. Even though I'm not blood, blood related or anything, I can tell her I can trust her. I can trust anything with her in the world. And not only that, she's, you know, I take good care of her. She takes good care of me. So she, for me, is like my, like my mom, my adoptive mom. Um, so in this case, Marjorie listed her property. She wanted to downsize. She wanted to get out of the lake because it was a, it's a it was way too big of a home. Um, and this doesn't often happen in real estate, but keep in mind that I always have unique situations to happen to me. So you guys will listen more about this along the road. Um, once we get more into, uh, into the episodes and all that, my crazy stories. Uh, so in this case, Marjorie had, we had, we were under contract and I had told her, look, I really don't have a feeling, good feeling about this other property. I mean, about this other contract with this other agent. And I'm like, okay, fine. If you want to go ahead and do that, do that. But I'm telling you otherwise. Keep in mind, when you have a property and you're in, you are the owner, that's why you hire an agent because you cannot mix emotions and business. You always have to keep them separate on this. And I'll tell you something else on, on this other, um, I'll, I'll, let me finish with this one and then I'll give you guys the other story that I have for sale by owner. So in this case, Marjorie really wanted this one. Um, we went under contract with this other agent. The, the clients were all out of town. 
I didn't have a really good feeling. They had a due diligence of 15 days. You're going to be like, what? 15 days? Are you crazy? Mm. Anyways, water under the bridge. We went off under contract. We terminated the contract. Then we went under contract again. Terminated the contract. So I have um, my good friend, David, when he contacted me, I was like, he's like, hey, you know what? I have a client. We were like less than two weeks from due diligence, from actually closing on her new home. And I was like, everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. You always have to be, um, you always have to have that positive mindset, regardless of what happens. Always think positive. Think positive because that's when things amazing things are going to happen and you'll be like, wait, what happened here now? Okay. So we were, so Marjorie was supposed to close on a Monday. Um, and it was like two weeks, two weeks before closing. And David came to the rescue. He's like, Hey, you know what? Tell me a little bit more about this house. I'm like, you know what? Once I talked to him, I was like, you know what? This is a solid deal. Solid deal. I'm not worried. Everything's going to be fine. Cash deal closing in 10 days. 10 days. David went out of town. I It was like so smooth. And he and I, we met back when I, when I first started, when I got here back in, um, when I got here to Gainesville. And he's always been really nice, really polite. He's, he's amazing. He's been in the business for probably over 30 years, but he's a really good agent. Um, and we got everything done. We closed on his house. We closed on, on Marjorie's house. Done deal. So it was an amazing process. So when I'm telling you, you're like, hey, you know what? Why are you talking so amazingly about this agent? Because you know what? I don't like, I don't like cutting throat. When, an, when a, there's a good agent, there's a good agent. Don't, don't, uh, don't get me wrong. There's bad agents too. But when we're talking about that I can actually keep a deal together, that's all it matters to me and my client. Because when you have, um, sometimes you get this domino effect. You got one under contract, another under contract. But in order to have one under contract, there's another sell of the house, another sell of the house. And it's I've gotten into, I think it's like eight so it's a domino effect. If one falls through, everything comes tumbling down. So that's why I'm saying it's really important to make sure that that agent that you're working with is trustworthy. It's you have a solid you have a solid deal with them. Like calling lenders right now. Um, I'm trying to work with this agent, and I've never worked with them, and they're being a little bit difficult. But I've been working with this client for two years. Yes, I've been working with this client for two years. And why have I been working with with this client for two years? Because they are right now, um, they've been having credit issues and other things. They have the money, but they don't have the credit. So in this case, they have to move out, but they're trying to get, we're trying to get everything under contract. The agent's been a little bit difficult. I understand. Um, they work in this uh, certain county that I work too. So, I mean, like I said, I work all over the place, but I get to know people. And I've told her, look, you know what? This is a solid deal. It's going to go through. Let's just move forward. I understand it's a seller's market and the property is off market right now. It's not even listed yet. So these are the, these are the ways of working with people. This is why connecting with people. So now let me tell you about Andy. So 
I have a property that is on the market, not not on the market. It's coming soon. Andy calls me, hey, you know what? Do you have anything in your subdivision? I'm like, yeah, I have something coming up. But Andy and I, like I said, I built that relationship with them. So whenever you talk to an agent, or it doesn't matter in real estate, it's about building building a connection and building um, that relationship. Doesn't matter what industry you are, that's really, really important. Like I travel all the time. I make contacts all over the place. And it's really important to just say, hey, how you doing? Connect with people, connecting and making that building that relationship. Add them to Facebook, add them to LinkedIn, Snapchat. Well, Snapchat, not much, but TikTok, um, Instagram, you know, you see what there, what, what there is. Like I remember, uh, last year. So I basically, um, I posted this on my Facebook. I met this lady and a real estate, um, group, and I'm not telling you guys do this or anything, by the way. Um, I'm a little bit of a venture person that I basically say, hey, you know what, let's just go with it, whatever. So it happens to be I was coming from Albuquerque to Salt Lake City. I was making that stop. I changed my ticket for to be, I think it was like five hours or something, and be like, hey, you know what, let me just stop by this house, Salt Lake City, beautiful house in the mountain. Hmm, I want to go there. Okay, so I met this lady, and she's amazing. She was an author, and she does a lot of social media, not social media, but she did a lot of media. Don't ask me from where because I cannot remember, but she is an entrepreneur and she's a very empowering woman. And little did I know that a year later, I was going to go ahead and write a book, right? And I still have that connection with her. So the little things are the things that matter, connecting with people and building that relationship. So now let's go back to um, agents. And don't see this as just agents, but also see it as that you're actually connecting with people. You're building a relationship because sometimes, you know, let's say for instance, in this, in, in this, um, um, in this market. Okay. So right now you have 64 offers, 66 offers, but now it's okay. Do we need to go ahead and make sure that the lender's right? you got the right lender, the right lender in, in the real estate world, it's about having the right lender, the right agent, the right attorney. Communication is key. And that's in all type of relationships. You can look at it as a boyfriend, uh, boyfriend, girlfriend, marriage, uh, business partners, whatever you call it. Everything's about communication in this world. And being able to trust one another. And going back to that is, you know, going with escalation classes and all of this, you know what, it's, if I know that my client is better off going with a deal that is going to go through versus, hey, you know, getting 60 offers, 30 offers, I've seen this before. And I'll tell you this. So back in January, December, we went under contract. I went under contract with another offer, uh, for a different property. And we got, I think it was like 30, 35 offers. And it was, okay, this lady, I knew this lady, this agent, but she lied to me. The, the deal fell through and it was very frustrating because she was not honest with me from the beginning. She kept things from me. There was no communication. 
and that when you see that there's no communication, there's no, uh, there's no nothing up front. How am I going to be able to work with you if I cannot, if you're not telling me the truth, you're not telling me what, what's going on. Um, they hadn't filed their taxes and that's the only thing they were waiting. I found this out two weeks, not two weeks, not even two weeks, two days prior closing. I think it was like the night before closing that I found out that the clients had not even, um, they had not even filed their taxes or were waiting for the IRS, but that was going to take six to 12, six weeks to 12 weeks. So unfortunately, because there was no communication, they, the buyer lost their earnest money. So like I said, it's about building trust, communicating, connecting with people, and being honest up front. Um, keep in mind that you as a realtor, a real estate agent, as a realtor, we are always held to the highest expectations, um, ethics, and you know, that we need to be loyal. We need to look at our clients in the best, oh gosh, um, Look at our clients for the best interest. Look at our clients' best interest. Oh gosh, I know, it's, but it's whatever. But you know what? It's I'm not perfect, and you know what? This is not scripted, so this is all out of my my head. Um, so it's really important, you know. And I like I was talking to my morning mastermind. I I belong to a nationwide mastermind. We are all connected. It's probably sometimes we have fifty people on 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 this call on a morning basis. And it's going to be, it's going to come down to what your mindset is and what your mindset is, where you want to be at and what you want to do. So think about it and see how important that is for you. If, you know, earlier I was talking to another agent, he's in California. I've been not stalking him, but, um, He's uh he's come a long ways. He started a team. He's now has his own team. I think he has like 15 or 20 agents and I admire him because he's done so much. And he, you know, sometimes I I tell him, "Hey, can you share some information with me?" And he does. Um we're in the same brokerage as well. I'm an EXP, he's an EXP, and it's that for me is really important because people that help each other out are the ones that grow. People that grow and share information are the ones that grow. People who keep information to themselves and don't help other agents, they don't grow. And sometimes you do have to put a a limit because sometimes I receive random phone calls and say, hey, can you help me with this? Yeah, I'll help you. But when you're excessively asking or different things, then you actually have to ask your broker. So there's there's different things. I mean, it's it's about, um, yeah, I would say it's about connect, connecting and building relationships. I would say also just think about how you communicate on a daily basis. Who do you contact? Who's your sphere? Who's your, who do you have a relationship with? And who do you think you need to improve that relationship with? Just think about it. I was saying about like the whole don't mix business and emotions all right, so this is one of the reasons people should always hire a real estate agent. First, because we know what we're doing. Second, it's because we know how to negotiate. Third, we don't mix emotions and business. So what I was actually saying was like, um, 
And this whole aspect was with this Fizbo. She's I, I love this lady. She's really nice and all that. But she had gotten her real estate license like probably 20 years ago when things were very different. She's putting her house on the market and she's doing a FISBO. She doesn't know. She's, she wants me to give her 30 days. And there was a, I, I talked to her husband and I told him, hey, you know what? Do you like to, to lose money on this? Um, do you like to give money away? And he's like, no. So, I mean, what are you doing? I mean, this house is beautiful. It's in Villa Rica. And I usually don't go that far, but you know what? I love exploring. I like learning. I like, you know, and it's a beautiful house. It's, it's one of a kind. It has stories. It has all of this. So it's amazing. So in this case, when I, when I looked at the house, she was actually doing the comparisons to this property, to the houses in the subdivision. Nothing to do with this house. It's totally different. Nothing to do with this house. It's like so different from every other house in the subdivision. It even has like a round, uh, roundabout. It has extra parking. It has views to the lake in the back. It is beautiful. So I looked at this other house in the same community. I'll tell you a secret. So when I looked at this house inside the same community, across the street, technically kind of across the street, you know what? There is an amazing view to the master bedroom from from the great room upstairs. So it was like, okay, so I walked into this bedroom and walking into this bedroom, it had like a humongous view. It was like, what in the world is this? So imagine being intimate with your couple, right? Or your significant other and you have a big and you have company in this house. How the heck are you going to have intimacy with that? That is insane. Okay, so this is basically, I'm getting to the point here. So in this case, I was basically going ahead and when I told her like this, this house had a pool, believe me, it was a beautiful pool, everything else and the outside was nice. Inside was like, run away, run away, forget about that. So when she told me to, cause I called her, I'm like, look, I want to know how, how much is this property and all that, you know, script, not really script, but you know what? It's being authentic. When you, when you're in real estate, be authentic, be yourself, learn the scripts, but be yourself because people don't want to know about scripted. I had talked to someone else. Um, a couple weeks ago, actually, this was this past weekend. I talked to this um, a, a friend, um, a friend of a friend, and he's like, "You know what? Every single real estate agent that I've talked to has been scripted. I don't like that. I'm like, good. That's why I'm not a scripted agent. Yes, I do have my systems in place that will just go ahead and say, "Hey, you know what? Are you looking for a home and and all that? But I have all these systems in place because I need to follow up. And sometimes it's a little bit overwhelming for me to just follow up as one person. Um, yes, get a buyer's agent, right? All right, let's not even go there. But okay, so now going back to this property, this property is beautiful on the outside, scary on the inside, especially with that beautiful view. A beautiful opening into the master bedroom. And don't even get me started with a window in the bathroom. All right, so we walk into this property. She tells me, hey, you know what? I want to see this house is outdated. I haven't done that much. 
when I go to the house, I'm expecting like 1970s, you know, like, oh my gosh, I'm like, what in the world am I getting myself into? I have no idea. I'm basically preparing myself mentally because sometimes when you see these houses, it's like, oh my gosh, run for your life. But you always have that face like, don't worry, I've seen worse. Believe me, I have seen worse. Um, so whenever I go to the property, the property is beautiful, updated, painted, well taken care of. She even had the property staged. And so the property in front of it had sold for five, I think it was like 585 or something. Don't get, don't quote me on this. I can't remember numbers right now. So when I looked at her property, I think it was like five bedrooms, updated kitchens, updated everything, freshly painted. It was like they had added more stuff to it. It was beautiful. When I'm telling you it's beautiful, it was like a walk in the park when you go out in the backyard with a lake. It even had a sidewalk, a patio where you can grill. It was beautiful. So when I'm telling you I'm, I'm seeing this beautiful, and then it had, I think it's like over an acre of property too, and it was like, landscaped and I felt like you know what this is like so so pretty and she's like well I'm thinking of selling it for 400 um 550,000 520,000 or something and I looked at her I'm like are you crazy and I, I was really authentic with her she's like yeah we got an offer for 540 but I think that's that, that we are gonna take it and I'm like look 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 let's 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 stop there let's stop there because you gotta be honest with people. You cannot lie. You cannot beat around the bush. You need to be honest with people and tell them the truth because that's why you're there. You're the expert of the, of real estate, of selling houses. You know what's going on in the market. So I told her, look, this can go both ways down. Either we put it on the market with me or you're going to lose a lot of money. All right. And I told her the things to do like, Hey, pressure wash, um, paint that room that I told you. There's two rooms that were like coral color, um, they were not that bad, but honestly, with the colors that she had and all that, mm, she had agreeable gray around the house. So modern colors, ready to go. It was beautiful. Like, and when I'm telling you it's beautiful, I can't, like, if she doesn't sell it in three weeks, well, probably by the time this po- podcast releases, I'll probably show you guys the list of the, uh, the, the property. It is beautiful. Um, she has two car garage plus a two-car garage, it has plenty of parking. You could probably put 40 cars in that parking lot space. Not only that, I am going to mention this over and over again, that walk in the park, you feel like you're in the backyard, you feel like you're in the park, and then looking overlooking the lake and the sidewalk, and you know you can run your bicycles, and it's private, and it's like, oh my gosh, where else am I going to get this? <clears throat> All right, where else am I going to get this? Nowhere, nowhere. So she was like, but I'm basically, I'm trying to be nice to people. And I'm like, let me stop you there with that again. Who's going to give you another extra 40, 50, $70,000 for this house? Is anybody going to go ahead and give that to you? No, they're not. With el ay bendito, with, uh, uh, how to say this in English, with the, Oh, I'm so sorry, but yes, because no, you cannot mix business and emotions. And some people do not know how to do business. In this case, when you have something, a sentimental value, and you have, um, that is your own home, 
you don't think you think that you're doing the best the best for your home the best for you no you're not because you're blindsided so where i was going with this was because of marjorie uh marjorie my friend my dear dear friend i i love her to death this is where she got blindsided because the agent was nice um she thought it was a good idea and hey that's what happened. But always keep in mind, everything happens for a reason and the right buyer always comes at the right time. Don't be impatient, especially with real estate. I know it's a little bit crazy and be like, okay, I need to sell my house. I need to sell my house. I need to sell my house. Don't be, don't get impatient. The right buyer will come at the right time. It doesn't mean that it's not going to happen, but if the price, if the, the property is listed at the right price and it's also how it has to be taken care of and all that, then you are good to go. You'll have no problem selling your house. You don't have to worry. It's now about negotiating the terms and getting you into your new house. That's what you have to focus on. But like I said, don't ever mix emotions with, with business because you get blindsided. And this is why I say FISBOs, Whenever, whenever you want to be a FISBO, a for sale by owner is a FISBO. That's why we get paid the big bucks to negotiate, to take care of all the transactions, to know what are, what you're doing, what you're getting into, the legalities, coordinating everything, just taking that stressfulness out of your plate. Because sometimes you might, as a as a person that is not uh, in the in this world, like right now, okay, I've seen, I've seen fizzbos and like, oh no no no, I'm gonna take the first offer. No 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 no, let's do this. If you want to make money, let's go ahead and put the property on the market. If you want to lose money, hey, you know what? Go for it. You can give me the couple next four hundred um forty thousand dollars, fifty thousand dollars. I mean, you want to throw that down the drain? Let's go for it. But think about it. There's a lot of things that sometimes, in this case, don't mix emotions with business. Business and emotions don't get mixed ever. It's like, I have a policy. I do not mix business and pleasure. I do not mix business and pleasure because same thing. You get blindsided and you don't want to get blindsided about things. So this is my podcast for today. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you guys have any questions, any concerns, please comment below and share this this podcast with everybody else. Have a wonderful day.